When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hold on, was that Mariah Carey? All I want for Christmas is you. Is that what yeah. I just heard? That's what you just heard. <laughs> did you just hear that too? I did. All what right. is happening? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Happy Festivus for the rest of us. You can still say Merry Christmas, right? It hasn't yeah, been canceled yet. It has no. It, okay. I don't think it ever was. I think that was just crazy preachers who don't know what they're talking about. Oh, all right. Well, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Merry Political Correctness or whatever you celebrate. I'm Wiley Willis from Chicago, Illinois, with my trusty co-host. Mick Cox from Parkersburg, West Virginia. You know it. <laughs> and I know some of you are confused. Yeah, because maybe. Because November- <laughs> November's episode was supposed to be my last episode for my baby hiatus. Yet... <laughs> Mick and I had to do a re-review last month, which is still this month, if that makes sense, of Pinky Promise Coffee for last episode. So I asked him, yo, since I'm jumping on to do this one last uh, thing, let's do a a short holiday special, shall we? Well, yeah, and and we're... uh... We're happy to pick our favorite Christmas songs and talk about our most embarrassing holiday moments. I'm excited uh, for that. (laughs) We're also going to be sharing the two-minute minor Christmas song cover of the Royal Guardsmen uh, with a track from Snoopy's Christmas. Yay! And you guys had fun doing that, right? So much fun, so much fun. We had so much fun. Should we... uh, what do you want to do? You want to wait, drop it now or drop it later? What do you want to do? Well, hey, it's it's a special, so why don't we just drop it now? Because uh we got a fair we gotta we gotta share a favorite song. So let's do this song and then we'll share other songs and and then embarrass ourselves. Cool. Um yeah, 
let me give a little a tiny backstory. So Bob, okay. this is Bob's wife's favorite song ever for Christmas song. I mean, sorry, favorite Christmas song ever. <laughs> and actually, for his birthday, I found the Royal Guardsman Snoopy's Christmas on a twelve-inch record. Oh wow! And bought it for him, and he wanted to cover this for his wife for Christmas, and we're like, let's do it. And me being a yeller, not a singer, actually <laughs> sang on it. And I had Look. my wife, yeah, I had my wife do the choruses with me so she could hit the notes so I could sing over them and try to hit them on. <laughs> and after we got done, we were like, this would be cool because it was just going to be for her Christmas gift. Right. And he got CDs made just for her for her Christmas gift. And we were all like, this would be cool to release it as a two minute minor thing. And I said, well, if I can go back and do some yelling over it. So they're singing with yelling on our version that you're nice. going to hear the two minute minor version. Okay. Whatever. Too much, too much talking. <laughs> Let's drop the two minute minor cover of Snoopy's Christmas. Now. Boom.
Yeah. Welcome yeah. back to the Coffee and Christmas, Christmas and Coffee special stories. Mick, do you want to yes. tell your stories? Oh, I got to go first? I think maybe you should. All right. Well, okay. Well, why don't you tell one? I'll tell one. You, you know, you know, back and forth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So I am a pastor's kid. All right. So every year around this time, there's always a Christmas play, a Christmas pageant, a Christmas whatever that happens. And uh, it was my it was my dad's first church that he ever pastored in Sistersville, West Virginia. And uh, they decided to do this big Christmas production. And uh, I wanted to be the drummer boy. Now, there was no drummer boy in the story. (laughs) There was no drummer boy in the pageant or play or whatever they were putting together. But I griped and complained enough until finally they let me be the drummer boy. Now, the reason why I wanted to be the drummer boy is because my grandparents used to have this record of turning Tennessee Ernie Ford's Christmas and the drummer boys on that record. So I wanted to walk down the middle of the church and play the drummer boy on this plastic drum that I had. I'm little, like young, like probably Ezra's age, which is around, you know, uh, six. So uh, you got to have an outfit, right? So my mom buys me an extra long red t-shirt to wear. No pants. (laughs) No shoes, no socks, no nothing. I just have on a red t-shirt that just goes below my butt cheeks and whitey tighties. (laughs) That's what you wore? (laughs) Yes. So... The this thing's going. You got you got Mary and Joseph, and you got little baby doll, baby Jesus, and fake sheep, and all this stuff up front. The lights are down low. You got candles <laughs> lit. This big emotional moment, celebration, singing songs, and all of a sudden, Tennessee Ernie Ford's little drummer boy starts to play over the loudspeakers, and I come down the middle of the aisle with my drum Fisher price drum thing around my neck. And I'm playing along cause I'm the little drummer boy, but guess what? What? When I pulled on the, the drum and pulled it over the thing, it pulled my shirt up and guess what? I Everyone walked. saw your butt. Yes. My, and my whitey tighties. <laughs> yes. That's so they pretty got, amazing. They got, they got a little extra, uh, something special there. that's really good that's a good embarrassing story that a good embarrassing story so there you go (laughs) (laughs) that's funny because when i said hey think of some embarrassing stories you're like i gotta think about that so did you that one not come off the top of your head or did you have too many that you couldn't remember (sighs) too many (laughs) too many all right i'm gonna i'm gonna tell my teenage mutant ninja turtle hockey toy story here all right so i really wanted i don't know if you remember i pulled this up on ebay so you could see it but it was this ninja turtle toy it was leonardo with the hockey stick oh yeah yeah and you pulled him back like you you pulled his waist and he would go 
and hit the hockey puck. Right. And he was, yeah. he was number 99, Leonardo. And I wanted this like so bad and I had to have it. And I knew my parents got it for me because I'd always snoop and, <laughs> you know, look for my gifts and stuff. So this came out like, you know, early 90s or whatever. So I was a kid still. And I remember the night before Christmas. This is so dumb. The night before Christmas, I go and I feel which one is in it. Cause you know, you knew which, right. You know what a toy was. Right. So I found it. I like peeled a little bit of the, the Christmas gift wrapping open and saw it. And I brought it upstairs to the bathroom and I opened it up. <laughs> I got, I like cut up the box really small and like flushed a bunch of it down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like trying like trying to get rid of the evidence that I have this toy and I played with it all night and I loved it right and so in the morning we all opened our presents and they're like I think I think there's one more and like my whole family was like looking for it but me I had it but I couldn't just wait one night and I could have played with it forever in front of everybody but now I had to hide this thing <laughs> now I couldn't let now I couldn't let my family know that I opened it the night before Christmas. It's so stupid. <laughs> what did you do? Just hit it. I just played with it when people weren't around. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, I think either my mom or my grandma was like, We got you this that ninja turtle toy that you really wanted, but we can't seem to find it. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing. Like, why wouldn't I just wait? That's silly. I'm silly. That's funny. Anyways, it's embarrassing. Then it wasn't embarrassing, but now it's pretty embarrassing. Now it's kind of embarrassing. (laughs) 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 All right, you Uh, go. Well, I was going to share an embarrassing one, but I thought because of the month and because of, uh, like, because the 25th for now on for for us is going to be a remembrance of my dad because he passed away mm-hmm. on Christmas. Yeah, I just kind of want to share because this is a cool story. It's not a sad story because I don't want anybody to go on that we're going to get. I'm just going to share. This is just a cool story. So we grew up. I kind of shared I'm a pastor's kid. We grew up in all these small churches all around the state of West Virginia. And so there was never really a whole lot of Christmas for us was always super small. Like, you know, we're in poor cities in West Virginia. Uh, so, you know, like Christmas wasn't really a big thing. I mean, there was presents and stuff, but you know, it was tough. And uh, we always like, would go to my grandparents for Christmas and that was cool. And we get presents for everybody, but our fam, our immediate family was small. Well, we lived in this one town called Pine Grove and dad started doing this business, the side business where he was selling water conditioners. It was basically kind of like a colligan you know who the colligan man is. Yeah. So he kind of, he kind of did that. Cause in West Virginia, there were some places where there's really bad water, sewer water, sulfur water, stinky water. Like it come out the, the drain, like smelling like sulfur, nasty mm-hmm. stuff. And so he just, him and this other guy started this business where they just started selling these water conditioners and he started like, really was doing really good at it and i'll never forget the first christmas after he started that business it was almost like my mom and dad were like you guys have have had these small like you know 
Christmas gifts, Christmas morning or whatever. And uh, I'll never forget, like he worked his butt off for like two months and he's like, we're going to have a killer Christmas. We're going to have the, we're going to get gifts for the kids in the church. We're going to get gifts for families in the community. Like him and this guy, like went all out, like they worked crazy and like we had this big, huge Christmas celebration at the church, which was crazy, like because we kind of always did that, but not where we gave stuff away. And so him and this guy were able because they worked their butts off, were able to do this for the whole community. And then we went to my grandparents' house, and I'm like, you know, like this is crazy. This is awesome. Like we had all this fun at the church, and now we're going to our grand my grandparents' house, and we get there, and I, you know, looking back at it now, like I'm thinking I'm gonna get up in the morning, I'm gonna get a maybe like a transformer and a GI Joe guy. And Ooh, you know, that's awesome. Like not complaining at all, but I came downstairs on that Christmas and like, there was a, the, do you remember the aircraft carrier for mm-hmm. GI Joe, that seven foot long behemoth? Like yeah. that was under the Christmas tree. I had the airplanes, all that, like for that Christmas, like it was, and that carried over like the those toys i kept for like the next i don't know five or six years like <laughs> kept it was like a uh you know because that was like a huge christmas for us and dad and this guy worked their butts off to you know for their families and for their community to do all that and then we had this huge you know it's like there wasn't a never like that was that one huge christmas where we got to do all this stuff for all these people but also like he did that for the family too like we had all this and then those toys that i got for that christmas like eventually ended up with my cousins <laughs> just kind of like moved around it was it was just a really cool thing like just yeah. to see that happen so i don't know i just wanted to share that it was a fun kind of cool story just kind of honor my dad a little bit so hope that's all yeah. right i know it's supposed to be an embarrassing story but of me, it's all right but me sh- my first story of showing my backside that's pretty <laughs> pretty embarrassing so <laughs> yeah i think that beats both my stories so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay uh, so no thank you for sharing that yeah appreciate it yeah um well my second embarrassing story is which I just know the title of it, and this is going to be hilarious. So I'm waiting for it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so the, what, what's the title of it for the listeners? The Men in Black DVD story. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I sent you. That's all you know. It, it's, that's all I know. Um, so my grandpa and I, my grandpa raised me for a lot of my life growing up. Um, and one Christmas when Men in Black came out, the first one, we went to the movie theater to watch it. And I liked it so much. And so did my grand. I think I liked it more than my grandpa, but my grandpa liked it too. And we went back three times and watched it in the theater. Oh, wow. During that Christmas break. <laughs> so when Christmas actually came around, um, we were opening gifts and I open this gift and it's a men in black DVD and I'm like, Oh yay!" And I go and like show my grandpa. I'm like, look, this is the movie that he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. We now we can watch it at home. And so we're open. So other people are opening gifts in the family. Cause we all, you know, we all right. went up North to the UP and sat around and all the cousins and uncles and everybody are opening gifts. And I get another men in black DVD and I'm like, 
oh, wow, this is cool. I got two of them. I'm like, grandpa, now you can have one, you know? And we're opening gifts and then it's my turn again. And I get another Men in Black DVD. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, what? <laughs> Three of them. So we, everyone, we keep, I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I put them in this pile, right? right. And kind of put them over there and forget about them. And we keep opening gifts. And every time it, it's my turn, I keep getting a Men in Black DVD. And I'm like, what in the world? And, and like, <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. And people are opening gifts comes back to me man in black dvd people are i'm like i'm like freaking out at this point i'm like what's going on why am i getting so many men in black they what happened was i ended up getting three and they thought it was hilarious because everyone in my family knew that was my favorite movie but they rewrapped them like 12 different times <laughs> so, so like by the end i thought i got, i thought i just got a grip load of men in black dvds <laughs> that's for some reason, I started getting worried. I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> why are all my <laughs> gifts Men in Black DVDs? <laughs> why do funny. I have so many? Why do you have so many? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. What a, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's enough with this segment. End it! Yeah! All right, we're back. We got, uh, we just listened to some crazy stories. We Some do. embarrassing stories and a, and a really heartfelt one from Mick. Um, but Mick, what's your favorite Christmas song that you want to play for everybody? I got a couple. Yeah. Well, which one do you want to play? And it's a. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw three at you. Oh. And, and and we can kind of pick from there. Okay. We've got Bob Dylan's "Must Be Santa." Of course, Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> you and freaking this, Bob Dylan. I know. You know, I was and, talking to your wife today, right? Yes, I you know. know I, I'm. You know, I was the Tom Waits guy, right? I guess. I. I yeah, I know. And I, I said like, he's not the same. Yeah, he's better. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Come um, on, Tom Waits. <laughs> this is the greatest of all time. No. Hey, everyone, uh, vote. Vote now. Who's better, Bob Dylan or Tom Waits? <laughs> Bob's gonna win. Uh. And then there's Louis Armstrong, Is That You, Santa Claus? Ooh. That's a good one. And then yeah. there's a Dunstan Kinsrew song, the singer for Thrice, put out a Christmas Ooh. album. And he, he he did a song called This Is War. That's really good. It's a good Christmas song. I know it doesn't sound like a Christmas song, but it is a good Christmas song. So. Can we play that one? You want to do that one? It's good. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll do that one. All right, Let's do it. Right now? Yeah, right now. All right, boom.
It's a Festivus miracle. So what's your Christmas song that we're going to play? Well, well, <laughs> I find this very interesting that okay. Bad Religion did a Christmas album. <laughs> yeah. And Heart the Herald Angels Sing is one of the ones I really like on the Bad Religion Christmas album. And I understand like the concept of it that bad religion isn't necessarily because god isn't religion right and god can be praised in many different ways i get that right. um so in that sense it makes sense and i'm really glad like so they cover what one two three four five six seven eight actual christmas songs and then they do an american jesus uh thing which is basically American Jesus song is awesome. It's basically saying like we worship our religion and we don't really worship Jesus and we worship the, the Western Jesus too. Right. Um, and this, I think this came out in 2013, but people should really listen to that song. Um, I kind of want to play that one, but that's not very Christmassy. Um, (laughs) Let's do Heart the Herald Angels Sing, though. Let's let's drop that. I think that's a good one for people to listen to. All right. Cool. Heart the Herald Angels Sing. Glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise. Join the triumph of the skies. With the angelic hearts proclaim. 
the newborn king. Christ the highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, laid in time, behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb, veiled in flesh the I did. It's a good one. <laughs> we'll add the other song to the set list. American Jesus? Yeah, we do the set list and everything. We'll just add that to that. Yeah. I think it's important for people to listen to who, like you and I, we're Christians. You're a pastor. Right. But I think you and I see things a little bit differently. Uh, we think more eye to eye, but we see things differently than some uh, and that, I know that sounds weird, but then some like American Christians do. Right. And I don't know. A lot of American Christianity drives me insane. Yeah. And I don't want to get too deep into that because it's, it's right. a personal thing and it's uh, people have different preferences on it and right. Then, eh, whatever. This is Christmas. We're celebrating. Right. This right. is for the holidays. Come on. Right. Get back. Right. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Wiley. <laughs> Get your head out of the Christmas gutter. <laughs> so we we do have something pretty cool to share, right? Yeah. We've got the the, the Sunday spin is brought in by Riot Squad Media, and they are a DIY production PR company, most notably known for putting out Camp Punksylvania, which they are currently working in for summer of 2022. Uh, but every Sunday they share what they are listening to. Yeah. Yep. Laura Rose and Terry Smith, they do all the legwork for Riot Squad Media and they did a review of Two Minute Minor. Sweet. Um, yeah. I mean, this is kind of turning into like a Two Minute Minor promotion <laughs> episode, which, <laughs> which that's what I was like, should we do both in this episode? And you're like, ah, who cares? Do what, do what you want. Let's do what we want. Do it. But uh, I guess, yeah. So the reason I, I kind of want you to play this is because yeah, we've had reviews, we had write-ups, whatever, blah, 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 like every band has. But I feel like Terry actually listened to the music and the words. Like when you listen to her, did you hear that review? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, when you listen to it, it's like, whoa, she actually dived into this and like. <laughs> right. And it was weird. I was like, how does she know what I'm thinking? Like she, <laughs> she nailed it with what she said about these songs and like 
this was the most for me personal review because I finally felt like, wow, someone really got it. And to put that much energy into writing the lyrics and to spending time on working on these songs, it's always a, uh, a treat for, for bands or uh, people who write lyrics to, or even poems to, to really have someone understand it, you know? Right. Right. So let's just, let's play it. All right. Here let's we play go. what she has to say. Yeah. Um, Terry, who are you spending this week? Um, all right. So uh, I've been really in a huge hardcore kick lately. I, ever since seeing municipal waste, it kind of just lit that fire and I'm, I'm like, Fuck, that's all I want to listen to. <laughs> so um, I'm actually going to talk about an EP as my uh, main album, and then I'm going to be shouting out an LP, both hardcore bands, so we'll get started right to it. My band this week is Two Minute Minor. They are a Chicago hardcore band. Um, they're kind of 80s hardcore and that working class oi. And wow, they came out with this album back in June of 2021. Uh, it's a goon's best friend till the very end. It's eight songs, about 15 minutes long. So it's not very long. I wish just a little bit longer or more songs or whatever, but they did such a fantastic job with it. So it opens up my side of story. That one was incredibly personal to me. Um, and I think that's why I kind of resonated with it. Uh, the song itself talks about, you know, how people, there's two sides to every story. And usually one side will be very vocal about um, what they do. And the other side tends to be a little bit more reserved about it and really the song itself is really you hear that 80s hardcore you definitely get it those like really like opening like bass and those guitars and they come in and the lead vocals of it it's just so good it's that quintessential like suicidal tendencies type style voice like you kind of hear that 80s like really come through with it which i enjoy but anyways yeah the song talks about why you should just kind of you know, you could be a dick and just put everything on blast, but at the end, just kind of let it play, let shit play out and see what happens. And eventually the people that tend to not talk the shit are the ones that are actually A, being truthful and, you know, actually like show, you know, like actions speak so much louder than words. And I totally agree and resonate with that. Um, so I really did love the song, just more so the symbolism behind it, but the musicality was actually really good too. The way they mixed this album was really fantastic. You get those different elements. You hear that bass, you hear that guitar, you really hear that vocals. There's gangs singing too throughout uh, the choruses. So the choruses are nice and loud and you get that like, yeah. And it just makes you want to really circle pit around. Um, next song I'm gonna pick, is um, If I Was the Devil. This song's only 29 seconds, so um, I find it to be more of that punk rock definitely made me really want to just tear up my living room up for this one because um, it's so hard and it's so fast and it just really goes, but it's more of that working class oi that comes through for this one, uh, but definitely has a little bit of that skate punk, but definitely that punk comes through. I thought it was fantastic. I really had fun with it. I think I just kept auto-looping it because I'm just like, 29 seconds it's just like oh why are my favorite songs only like five seconds long but <laughs> this one was definitely it it was definitely fun to listen to uh the song itself is about you know not believing everything the media says and also taking some time to use some critical thinking you know just because somebody says something doesn't necessarily make it true and actually take the time and find out and check both sides and see which side stacks up to be a little bit more you know realistic 
And there's data. And, you know, this time it, we're such a digital age that everything really is thrown at us. So I really like the message behind this one. Um, make sure you definitely check this out. The last song that I pick is a bit of a controversial topic. I was actually quite impressed that they would put something like this on. It's called Cancel Culture. Um, and, you know, not so much about like shitting on someone saying they shouldn't play but it was definitely a song and a call out and also a warning to really you know try not to divide everything i know with the elections happening this year we definitely saw a ton of divide i would not be surprised if i didn't see a bunch of people on my facebook feed go if you believe this way or if you believe that way you know unfriend me right now and get the fuck out of my life some things i completely agree for that but I think it really gave me a little bit of time to like sit back and really think about, you know, maybe there is some common ground. We might can't agree on everything. We're just a society full of different people, different ideas, different ideologies. You know, um, I'd like to think that how I feel and how I see things is right. But I know sometimes I might have a couple things wrong. And this song really kind of was served as a warning, you know, don't be so brash to just cancel people out. Just don't be so, and you know, I definitely resonated that. I can find myself thinking a couple incidents where that may have happened last year. So um, yeah, maybe I'll just kind of slow it down, really think about it next time, see if that's really what I want to do, if there might, and maybe there is no common ground and they should be just out of my life. At the end of the day, I'm going to make myself happy. And I think that's a good message for everybody. Um, but yes, if you like that, you know, that suicidal tendencies, that 80s guitar and shit like that. This band is fantastic. Now, they did come out with an album back out in August. I want to say it is one of the most fun albums I've ever had the pleasure of listening to. And it's called 8-Bit Remix. And that's exactly what it is. It's songs that they've done mixed to be an 8-Bit Remix. And fuck, is it ever fun. If I had Nintendo, again... Um, I did at one point because I'm super old and shit, but yeah, um, <laughs> if I had it, I would definitely be plugging it in and putting this on my song. Um, if you guys listen to Filthy Lowdown, they came out with kind of like a Nate bit album. It's the same thing for this, very similar, but their songs and I, they didn't make 8-Bit so much fun. I, they needed to back in, you know, the 80s, early 90s. So this is such a treat um i'm actually glad that i kind of went back and went what the shit is this and listened to it and went like holy crap this is amazing so uh kudos to these guys um yeah this is two minute minor make sure you go check these guys out laura who are you spinning this santa's coming to town santa! oh my god cool what'd you think yeah. no it's awesome no I, i'm glad you sent it to me because i was like i don't know it's like people get it you know what I'm saying? It's like they listen to it, and like like you said, they actually listen and they get it. So I, it was very refreshing. Well, Different perspective. The, yeah, and the weird thing is, I reached out to her to send her some merch because I was like, I got to send you a record and some merch. Like you got to have some some of this. And I found out she's from Canada, and I'm like, ah, oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> 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 now I know why she listened to it. <laughs> That's she's not funny. an American. <laughs> she's That's a Canadian, funny. but That's she's really funny. cool. Like I sent her the merch and she wrote me back and said, Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. And, uh, she has kids and I was telling her about my wife and I having a kid and, um, you know, cause two minute minor keeps it kid friendly. Right. And I sent her my personal copy of 
my last one, the one that you guys and your kids run, the suicide oh. prevention eighties yeah. kid songs. Yeah. Back in our day. Yeah. I sent her my personal copy because those sold out and she was like, my kids were dancing and loving it. It was so awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. And so it's just nice, you know, that's cool. it's nice to talk to someone who's down to earth and loves right. hardcore punk and is super cool. And right. Um, but also Terry wanted you all to know that if you folks want to submit a band, your band or a friend's band or a band you like for them to listen to, you can email the squad at riot squad media at gmail.com. Oh, that's awesome. That is riot squad media at gmail.com. And we'll put a link sure, for that, we'll. right, Mick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put a link yeah, in the show yeah. notes. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. All right. So is this it? Are we done? I is guess. This the end of the Christmas special? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I know people think it's weird that I'm here, but uh yeah. I will be gone for real for three months. You will. Yeah, because because <laughs> Steven Scopa is gonna be joining us. Uh, we'll be joining me yeah, as yeah. a co-host for the next three months next year. And by the time this drops, you're going to be a dad. I will. Otto Wiley Willis will be here with us. That's going to be my boy. Yeah. Yeah. So what about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited and nervous and over the moon. Yeah. It's awesome. So thanks for hanging out with us for this last minute holiday special have a merry christmas happy holidays you got anything you want to drop before we go did i want to drop yeah like any final my final din- my my <laughs> final dinner before execution <laughs> um hey whoever's listening thank you all for listening i appreciate this little podcast that mick and i decided to put together and uh it's been a blast i'm glad we can squeeze one more in for the holidays because we usually don't do december yeah and uh steven scopa if you're listening which i know you are thanks for picking up my slack and uh i'll see you all around march podcast will still be coming out january february march i guess you'll see yeah. me in april yeah yeah april yeah 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 or you'll be hearing me in april yeah <laughs> whatever <laughs> merry christmas bitches merry, <laughs> merry christmas bye all right so we have some breaking news uh wiley wanted me to let everyone know that Otto wiley willis is here he's six pounds 13 ounces he was born on saturday december 11th at 10 37 p.m and he's a beautiful baby boy so, uh, yeah. So, congrats to Libby. Congrats to Wiley. And hey, Otto is here. And um, Wiley also wanted me to send a very special thank you to Mark uh, to Mark Sylvester for his generosity and his support. So, yeah, good news. Baby Otto is here. No, no, no. Oh yeah! It's that time of year again. Kool-Aid man, you ready for Christmas? Oh yeah! Yeah! All I really want, really want for Christmas. All I really want, really want for Christmas. All I really want, really want for Christmas. Is everything on my list, baby? Hey! All I really want, really want for Christmas. All I really want, really want for Christmas. All I really 
Christmas, you filthy animal. And a Happy New Year. <laughs>